Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show, rolling right along. We always have to keep in mind the type of people who go into professions that put them around kids or hobbies around kids. And obviously, this is not even close to universal. But Sunday school teacher, little league coach, School teacher, period. These are professions where we want people who treasure children, who believe in protecting children, who believe in guiding children. And there are a ton of those saintly people in those professions, obviously. But there are also a ton of other bad people. I've had to tell my sons, because I try to always keep my sons on the up and up about what a dangerous world it is out there. We'll take them to... Uh, it was a few weeks ago we went to an arcade. There's this big arcade here in town. It was a birthday party. 
couple friends over. You know how it goes. Couple friends, couple pizzas. Here's 20 bucks. Go play some video games, that kind of thing. And I pulled him aside beforehand. I said, hey, keep your eyes open in here. Obviously, I'm going to be in here, but it's a big place. Keep your eyes open. Not just for yourself, because they're kind of getting too big to mess with at this point in time, but not just for yourself, for other people. And one of them said, Dad, it's an arcade. And I said, yeah. If I was a child predator, where would I go looking for children? And you could see that light bulb go on in his head. He got it. Chris has a couple old videos. I've got a couple or new old sound bites. I've got a couple newer sound bites. I just, I'm going to play all four of them. I want to remind parents out there and would be one day parents out there. I want to remind you that there are a lot of wolves in this society. Trust me, I want to like burn down the entire system. I have a rather large TikTok following. Yeah. I'm I'm an authority figure, so I'm going to give out a Christmas message of like, hey, if your parents don't love and support you for who you are this Christmas, yeah. them. I'm your parents now. I love you. Drink some water. Proud of me. I want to burn down the system. Screw your parents. I'm your parents now. This next one's a little longer. It's a compilation. This is from, keep in mind, this is Project Veritas video. I want to make sure they get credit for it. This is undercover video, not in New York City, not in San Francisco, not in Seattle. This is in Indiana. In Indiana. Listen to the people who are educating your children in Indiana. Now, I will tell you that we did tweak the name of our Equity and Inclusion Committee um, just because we just didn't want to make a target of it and we we felt right. for the people that were a part of that membership right. and so we renamed it but that's the work we do is still do you have an equity department or anything like that so um honestly so we we had uh what we decided to do is not call attention to it um because when you call attention to it then questions are asked and i really believe that um you can do more good under the radar what else do you have to relabel or non-label like that um I think I think um, really uh, CRT social motion or learning of the two biggies. Who can right. still do the content just no label? Yep. I get people that say I don't like that you read right. a book to my child and um, the child was transgender in the book and you know right. I should have been asked permission for that. I'm like, no, we don't uh, call yeah. ask permission if we can read a a nice piece of literature uh, that shows right. inclusive practices to yeah. families. We have um, all gender bathrooms, you know, wow. um, yeah. for kids, even the guys? elementary level. Okay. Like I said, sometimes I get parents that aren't thrilled with some of the decisions we make, but but that's um, that's what we believe in. Remember that conversation we just got done having about how all of it's based on lies? All of it. And how they will speak, just like in that video, they will speak quite openly about it, and because they don't share any morals that you would recognize, no moral value system, that's just simply how they think. Oh, parents don't like this? Oh, well, we just have to lie about it. No, we just have to change the name. Oh, yeah, parents parents don't like it. We'll lie. We'll just change the name. That way they don't know what we're doing. They just talk with each other. That's how they speak with each other. If you tell a lie to somebody, you you wouldn't you wouldn't brag about that with friends and coworkers, would you? You would probably feel, and we look, we've all lied, but aren't you a little bit ashamed of it? In, in the very least, you're not bragging about it. They talk about the lies they tell in casual conversation like it's you and your friends talking about football or curtains for the ladies or whatever you talk about. 
That's how they just talk about the lies they tell. Yeah, no. Did you hide that? Bob, you hid that from them, right? You did. You lied. You, you told, oh yeah, you lied about that. Nice lie, Bob. I lied about mine too. I couldn't let them find out what I was doing. So I had to sneak behind their back and lie about it. That's cool. We're both lying. That's just how these people talk. That's how communists are. That's how anti-humans are. And they have these moments. Here's Corinne Diversity Hire. They have these moments where the really dumb ones like Corinne Diversity Hire and Biden and Dome and the others, they're so dumb. They have these moments where they accidentally come out and say And it. I've met a lot of parents of trans kids in the past couple of months who have told me this, these devastating stories, whether they're in Texas or Oklahoma or wherever they are, saying how they now have to seriously consider leaving their state to protect their child. And that's something that we have to call out and continue to be very clear about, that these are kids. These are our kids. They belong to all of us. They belong to all of us. Hmm. Interesting. Headline, parents file a police report after teacher offers LGBTQ-themed book to her middle schoolers. I know you're going to find this shocking. Her name's Sarah Bonner, and she's a liberal white woman. Once again, a liberal white woman. And I dug into this story this morning because I'm obviously very interested in this stuff. And I thought, man, these parents have band together. They filed a police report. Gosh, I better dig into this. And I made the horrific mistake of actually looking at the book that she was giving to middle schoolers. Um, children listen to this show. We're very proud of that. We're very proud that we have always and will always do a show that you can listen to with your children. You can leave the Jesse Kelly show on when you leave the room and you won't come back and be horrified by what we're saying here. At least I don't think so, unless the fart sound does it for you. But I will tell you this. I can't read for you the things I was reading from this book this morning. Uh, this is as far as I will go. There are very explicit terms. There's a, like a definition section in the book with terms that you would expect on some kind of pornographic website, and then the very detailed definitions of the various uh, terms. I, Chris, don't look it up. I see you looking it up right now. I'm telling you, you're going to regret it. I wished I had not looked it up. It, it, there's something deeply demonic about these people. A teacher to middle schoolers. A teacher to middle schoolers. And then you had this doozy teacher out of Florida, again, every now and then, every now and then the communist forgets that it's his job to lie at all times. Listen very closely to what she had to say. What she's missing and what these parents are missing is they're not in the school system. That that just shows me that she's ignorant and has not come and volunteered at all. Because our, these conversations, these doors, they're open. These students have one-to-one devices. The amount of things that they're able to pull up that we have to shut down, they, they, these conversations, these doors that she's talking about, that's telling, telling me I'm stripping her rights as a parent, those rights are gone when your child's in the public school system because there are students talking about these things. It's where they get 90% of their social... Your rights as a parent are gone when your child is in the public school system. That's a school teacher who says these things. So this is just, this was a little dad, Jesse, little daddy, Jesse segment of, again, I, I look, I'm reminding myself whenever I'm reminding you, our children, our children are under attack by the communists in this nation. The communists are after them and they are committed to getting them. It's not a passive thing. 
When these people sit down to teach your child social studies, they are after your children. When they sit down to write the newest Disney cartoon for your child, they are after your children. When they make Build-A-Bear, Build-A-Bear, you know what Build-A-Bear is? Maybe the most despicable company out there. When you're, oh, Chris, you can't imagine. Look into what they're doing at Build-A-Bear. When they're sitting down making the new Transformers cartoon like we played for you, they're after your children like wolves are after sheep. Keep that in mind. This society is full of wolves who are after your children. And we can protect them and we have to protect them. But more than anything else, we have to prepare them. I don't know that I've done much right as a father, but I'm very proud of how prepared my boys are. When they see this garbage, they sniff it out a mile away and they love bragging to me about it. They love bragging to me about it. I, I, t- I forgot to tell you, Chris, walked in my son's room, my oldest son's room again last night. He's laying there in bed, getting ready to go to sleep, reading the anti-communist manifesto. Oh, it's the coolest frigging thing. It's the coolest thing. That boy's going to be prepped and ready by the time he closes that book. <laughs> Available at jessekellybook.com. Chris, what? You have to tell people where they can get it. Anyway. All right. We're moving on. Let's talk about the military they've built and get to some emails. But speaking of protecting the children, they're after them before they're born, too. They've been killing them for a long time. 60 million of them plus in this country. 60 million lives gone. Preborn is out there putting a stop to it. Putting a stop to it the right way. Not like they do. Not yelling and screaming. Not assaults. Not vandalism. None of those things. Preborn goes and sets up these clinics in these high abortion areas. And they simply tell that scared young lady that she can have a free ultrasound if she wants. She comes in. Who doesn't take a free one, right? Everyone loves free stuff. She lays down, and that clump of cells becomes a little baby as soon as she hears the heartbeat. It's like magic. It's from God. It costs preborn $28 to give them that ultrasound. Can we help preborn tonight? Can we save 5,000 babies this year? We're well on our way. That's the goal. 5,000 lives saved. Preborn.com slash Jesse. 140 bucks saves five of them. Preborn.com slash Jesse. Sponsored by Preborn. Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And let's discuss really quickly before we get to the emails and the Federal Reserve stuff and everything else. One, let's discuss, let's discuss Marjorie Taylor Greene going after somebody. The statistics tell us that when it comes to politically motivated violence in 2022, every single murder was committed by a right-wing extremist. Every single murder in America was committed by a right-wing extremist? Every single politically motivated murder was committed by a right-wing extremist. Are you sure about that? I am what a, are, you, are you aware that the uh, Tennessee shooter just recently identified as a man and she was a biological woman? Was she a right-wing extremist no. as well? Yeah. Um, reminder that there are virtually zero, zero right-wing motivated political murders in America. None. They don't happen. It's just something that doesn't happen at all. There are a bunch that they pin on right-wingers, but virtually all political violence in this nation is from communists. Now, I mentioned the, I mentioned the military. I'm not going to overblow a single incident 
But there was a video out there that certainly turned some heads. Perhaps you've seen it. The video is there's a fence at the border. We have all these illegals pouring into the country, trying to get into the country. And at one spot on the border, there's a gate, a locked gate. And then a female in uniform, army uniform, walks up to the locked gate where the illegals are, unlocks it, opens it up, and allows these people into the United States of America. Uh, it's not hard to find if you're looking for it. It's a radio show, so I can't, I can't perform it for you by voice, even though I am a bit of a Shakespeare with my vocals, Chris. I, obfus- I obfuscate all day long on this show. What, Chris? I do. Anyway, so let's talk. Let's not overblow one incident, but let's talk. This is what I mean. When I tell you they're not destroying the military, they're building the military for a different purpose. Why do you think they're doing all the things they're doing? Why do you think, why would you have a vaccine mandate ever? They knew right. Keep in mind all the powers that be, they lied to you. They knew right away. It didn't stop you from spreading coronavirus. They knew that right away, but they lied anyway. And if it doesn't stop you from spreading it, well, then there's no point in a mandate. Now, you should never have a mandate anyway, but you definitely shouldn't have one when the vaccine doesn't stop you from spreading it. It makes no sense, right? So why do it? Why do it for the military and keep it around even when businesses have given it up? Why do it? So you will run out anybody who thinks like a right-winger. It's a hard purge of the military. You're getting rid of your political enemies. And then you not only begin this endless rainbow brigade push, you begin endless anti-white racism. It's, it's awful. Why do that? What's the point? What are you trying to do? You're trying to run out the people who will stand up to you and oppose you. And you're trying to recruit people who are on your side. You might eventually find yourself with a military who will walk down and open up the border for you. Now, it's one small incident. Could be one nutball, could be a mistake, but it's indicative. It's a tiny indication of what's coming in the future. This is what's coming. As you run out every right-thinking American, as you run out all the traditional military families, and that's that's really the most devastating thing, as you do that, well, you're gonna end up with a military full of liberal white women who will be more than happy to pursue whatever the next horrific cause is on orders from the president. What types of women are we filling up the military with? Well, these types. You're still 40%. By the way, this is Anheuser-Busch. This is not the military. You're still 40% women, 60% men, still predominantly white. So there's still work to be done. Having a more diverse and inclusive environment will make us our, our company future-proof. I would like to live in a world where diversity and inclusion is so ingrained in who we are, what we do, that we don't need to have a conversation about it. We don't need to have a conversation about it. What, Chris? You can do... That's, that, what? That's, I thought that was pretty good. Still 40%. Chris doesn't think I can do an Indian accent. He's about to find out. Still 40% women, 60% men, still predominantly white. So there's still work to be done. Having a more diverse and inclusive environment will make us our, our company future proof. I would like to live in a world where diversity and inclusion is so ingrained in who we are, what we do, that we don't need to have a conversation about it.
I would like to live in a world. What, Chris? I've seen Indiana Jones. You act like you. Chris is jealous. He's always been jealous of my Spanish. He's now jealous that I can kind of speak Indian after that. That's that's all you see here. That's all I see when I look at Chris. You know what I see? Jealous that he's not a cunning linguist like me. This this is Coors, by the way. These are, most again. This is don't think about this like beer. Think about this like the people they're filling up your military with. At Molson Coors, we know that diversity. Molson Coors, what Chris? At Molson Coors, we know that diversity, equity, and inclusion matter. Diversity is a good thing because everyone is unique in their experiences points of views, and the brands they identify with. Our point of view is that our employees need to be as diverse as our consumers who are as diverse as our products. We believe an inclusive culture drives... We believe in inclusive... What, Chris? Anyway, Chris, have I told you about Rough Greens? What? Now listen to these testimonials. This is Jeff from Denver. Our old dog, Jax, is 15. He was suffering from lethargy. Chris, is that how you say that? Lethargy? 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 Chris, I feel like you're making that up too. Anyway, Jax was, he was lethargic and a lot of weakness in his legs. He often seemed confused and had trouble moving around. That has all changed. He's very lively, eats much more regularly, and has tons of energy. He's he's back to playing with other dogs and us. We hope this to last for more years. It's been a miracle. That's That's one of pages of these Rough Greens testimonials I could tell you. Go get some rough green. Get some rough greens? What, Chris? Rough greens will make your dog come alive, stay alive, make your dog healthier, all natural, nutritional supplement for your dog. Go to roughgreens.com slash Jesse. They're giving out a free jumpstart trial bag. Free bag. You just pay for the shipping. Or you can call them. They're wonderful. 833 833- Three three, my dog. Roughgreens.com slash Jesse. All right? We'll be back. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Almost done tonight with the Jesse Kelly Show. That has gone by so daggone quickly. I'm sorry. I have to play it again. That comedian James McCann. I played it earlier. This is so good. I regret having gotten the vaccine. I really regret having gotten the vaccine. I'm sure it's fine. But I just wish when the state told me to do something, I'd be the sort of person who said no. But it turns out I'm the sort of person who says, fine. I don't, I don't understand what's going on. You're telling me it's important. Okay. I, and all they had to do was say, you won't be allowed to go into pubs for like a month. And I was like, put it in me. That's what I'm upset about is that I had a principle temporarily. Oh, if I was in Nazi Germany, I would have stood up to the regime. I wouldn't stand up to not being able to go to a pub for a month. I would have been like, Anne Frank, she's in that attic. There, I saw her. It doesn't matter what the point of principle was. The point is I would have been a chill. And that, I have to live with that for the rest of my three or four more years before I have a heart attack. (laughs) Terrible. Get this in emails. Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Oh, great oracle. 
Would you please pontificate on what would happen if a Republican was elected and spoke about the evil communists the way the Democrats call everyone white supremacists like it's a fact and not a straw man? What effect would that have on the populace? Well, he said, P.S., Brooke is the hottest of hot chick names. It is. I've been telling people that. What, Chris? It's like Carly and Brooke and they're Tiffany. These are these, Brittany's always a guarantee. Those are guarantees. What, Chris? I didn't say they were safe. Okay. I just said they were hot. Anyway, anyway let's go back to what he was saying. There's something the Republican Party fails at. And honestly, most of the people on the right. I shouldn't say that's not fair. A lot of the people on the right fail at this too. And this is what it is. They think they think politics is really it's about legislation you pass in elections. They think politics is about legislation in elections. But as the great Andrew Breitbart said, politics is downstream of culture. Democrats will take wildly unpopular over the top seemingly insane positions on issue after issue after issue after issue because they understand they're in a cultural battle and they're trying to shift the minds of a significant portion of the public in their direction. Why do you think we brought this up before? Do you realize Barack Obama and Joe Biden are both on camera for most of their careers opposing gay marriage? Not one Democrat will step up and, and speak out against child mutilation now. But 15 minutes ago, they were all against gay marriage. Now, why is that? What happened? Well, a cultural shift happened. And they were part of that cultural shift. But if you bring up something, here's a great example of it. You bring up abortion. You will get people, and maybe this is you, you will get people on the right who say, we shouldn't talk about that. We shouldn't bring it up. We shouldn't be pro-life because a bunch of women hate it. I, something like a third of the women in the country have had one. And it's just one of those things where, that women hate when you talk about that. Women, women hate when you take it away, that kind of a thing. But what they're missing is this. When people say that, I understand what they're saying. They're saying it might cost us this election. This could cost us the next election. This could cost us this election if we don't stop talking about it. Who cares? You talk about it because they've had 50 years of shifting the minds of the public to be pro-abortion. We need to start shifting the minds of the public back the other direction. You talk about these things. You speak openly and honestly and in ways that make people uncomfortable about things because you understand that's how you shift culture Back your direction and you only save the country by shifting culture. You don't take issues that they have admittedly won on, you know, the abortion in the minds of the public. Okay. They have cemented that in the minds of millions of Americans. They've won on the issue. You don't take an issue they've won on and walk away from it. Oh, I'm done. They won. We can't ever speak openly and honestly about this guys or we'll lose an election. It'll cost us the midterms. We won't win the presidency. You never see the communists do that ever. Communists will take gigantic, unpopular bills and cram them through right in your face. They've done it time and again. They'll take gigantic, unpopular stances and hammer them over and over and over and over again because they understand that hammering 
that hammering, that constant hammering, <laughs> that's what shifts the culture back your way. We don't do it. The entire Republican Party, guys who want to be president, senators, House members, state House, state Senate, all the way down to dog catcher, every Republican in this nation should be speaking about Democrats as if they're communists. You should be calling them communists. One, that's because that's what they are. That's what they are. Two, that's how you wake up all the normie norms into being that's what they are. Your neighbor, normie norm, doesn't call them communists because he hasn't heard the Republican, Republicans on TV say it over and over and over and over and over and over again. It should be endless. It should be relentless. Communist. Why, why do you think we started this years ago? Now you're starting to see more of it now. Why do you think we started this? I'll tell you, one of, the, one of the main reasons, I started it for two reasons. One, it's true. Two, I watched how insanely successful the communists were in bringing up white supremacy and labeling the right in that way. Nazi white supremacist, Nazi white supremacist, Nazi white supremacist. It wasn't a one-time thing. It was an overtime thing. It was an all-the-time thing. It was all day long, over and over and over again, from politicians to people in the media, Hollywood, whatever, wherever you found a Democrat, it would be white supremacist Nazis, white supremacist Nazis, white supremacist Nazis. And then we woke up one day after the election. I think this was after Biden's election, if I remember right. After Biden's election, they went out and they pulled Democrats. They pulled Republicans on what are the issues you voted on. And it was all standard stuff you'd think about, taxes and spending in the border and things like that. They pulled Democrats. The number one issue for Democrats in the United States of America is fighting white supremacy, something that doesn't exist. The number one issue for half the country is fighting a unicorn. Why? Labels matter, baby. Labeling your enemy matters. It's critical. It's why I scoff and it's why I'm so dismissive when people will try to quibble with me about little words or way. Well, you shouldn't call them communists. They're, they're actually, if you think about it, they're more fascist or, or they actually should be globalists. Who cares? We're in the labeling process, not in the nitpicking process. They One, they very much are communists. That's what they are. Two, you don't change when you've already got, what do we have? 25% of the right now will be willing to call them Marxists and communists. That's up from about zero five years ago. Let's get those numbers up. Let's get those numbers up to 50, 75%. Over, 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 over again. Never stopping. Communists, 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 communists. That shifts the mind of normie norm. That shifts the perception of the culture. That's what we're going for here. And so to answer you to your question... If we actually got a Republican with the guts to speak in that way, he would be blasted by the media and every, every part of the system would blast him. But it would be extremely effective. Extremely effective. The bigger the pulpit, the more loud you should be because that's what it's going to take to shift that Overton window back our way for the first time ever. All right. Federal Reserve, the court packing, and headlines I didn't get to. Get to some emails. Let's get to Mantis X, though. Let's get to your shooting, my shooting, all of our shooting. We have to practice. Shooting is a perishable skill, very sadly. I remember how when I found that out. 
after the Marines, I was going to the range, and then I just got lazy for, honestly, four or five years. I got lazy. I was just traveling for work all, all the time. It's, I have every excuse in the world. Okay, I stopped going to the range. And I went back thinking I was hot stuff. Oh, yeah, I still shoot. I know how to shoot. I was a Marine. I was an infantry Marine. I was, I was not the shot I once was. Shooting skills are perishable. Whether you're brand new, super experienced, we have to practice. But ammo is expensive. Range fees are expensive. Why don't you just get a Mantis X? Then you can dry fire practice in your home. It's what the Marines practice with. It's what the Green Berets practice with. Go to MantisX.com. You want to talk about military grade? There you have it. It's what they use. MantisX.com. In the comfort of your home. You don't have to leave the air conditioning. And you can get really good. MantisX.com. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. Final segment of The Jesse Kelly Show. And look, I've got a few different things I want to play for you here. And I want to get to an email here. And we have a bunch of stuff I have to try to cram in in this last segment. So whenever there's all kinds of important stuff in a segment and stuff that that I want to get to, we have to prioritize. What is the most important thing? What is the biggest deal? So, look, we, we, we took some time during the break. We think we figured out what needs to lead. So, anyway, go ahead. In the studio this morning, one of the gay rights activists, Mr. Should I call you Mr.? Sure. Pepe Julian Onzima. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for Good morning. Me. Morning to you. Why are you gay? Who says I'm gay? You are gay. You are a transgender. What, 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 what shows that I'm gay? You are a transgender, yes, and you're a gay rights activist and an outspoken um, uh, uh, lesbian, <laughs> homosexual. How can I describe you? <laughs> now, we're looking at the raging debate. Uh, you're a gay rights activist. Why should someone be gay? You're having a girlfriend. Yes. Do you perform the natural obligations? Uh... <laughs> I'm not sexually active right now. <laughs> so what are you By doing choice. with this lady? By choice. By choice. Yeah. I've just not, uh, I've chosen not to engage. Doesn't that make you gay? <laughs> what do you mean doesn't that make me gay? I am, I am male and attracted to a female. So who is gay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh, which actually leads us perfectly to this. I'm hoping that somebody at the FBI will call up the people involved and say, I wasn't responsible for it, but I'm sorry it happened to you. This is not the FBI we want. I'd like Garland to call people up and say, this is not the DOJ we want. We're sorry. You've got you've to love that. High crimes were committed against the American people. And Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, he wants them to have an apology. Hey, could you just say, sorry, guys, sorry, guys. That's it. So, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, oh, speaking of ones I didn't even get to, let's get to Debbie Wasserman Schultz. I love, I love when Democrats talk about illegal immigrants because they can't, they simply can't do it without accidentally getting really, really honest. He's going to devastate our economy. Tourism, construction, Agriculture. I mean, you're going to have vegetables rotting in the fields. You're going to have <laughs> construction sites that will lie dormant. 
we got if we don't get those people in here from Mexico, who's gonna pick the veggies? <laughs> Quit. Focus. We have to get to other stuff. The federal gosh, this show. This show. For the Federal Reserve, how are we still on the air? I have no idea how we're you know you know what you know how? I'll tell you how. You the listener. The show continues to grow. Chris told me we just broke another record yesterday. The show continues to grow. If this show doesn't keep growing, Chris, we're totally finished. We're totally finished. And the only thing that's saving us is our popularity. <laughs> All right. Federal Reserve officials plan for higher interest rates as inflation threat persists. Higher interest rates. Now, remember, they have to do this because they keep printing money. We printed trillions and trillions and trillions, and now, now we're stuck. But high interest rates guarantee a recession. You raise interest rates, you begin to reflect, uh, reflect, reflect. You begin to restrict the way money flows around the economy. That's just kind of how it works. You restrict the way money flows around an economy, you put your country in a great recession. Or worse, like I've said, make some preparations. Buckle up. Best advice I can give you right now for times like this is improve your towel set. You've this. There's no better way to get through a recession than by drying off with high-quality towels. And right now, my pillow has a six-piece towel set. You already know about their towel set, but it's normally $99.98. Right now, it's $25. Bucks, 70% off. Two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Go get a couple sets. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square and use the promo code Jesse. All right. MyPillow.com promo code Jesse. We will get through the recession because we have better towels. 800-845-0544 if you're on the road and can't get to the internet. All right. All right. Burgermeister, Burgermeister, Meister Burger, Jesse. Man, that's a lot. Buenos Tardes, Grand Poobah. Buenos Tardes. With the, rela- with the recent celebration of Cinco de Mayo, the wife has been sending me endless smash burger taco videos. I tried your world-famous cheeseburger on a tortilla, and it was amazing. It got me thinking, have you tried any variation to your cheeseburger besides the bun? I wouldn't dare violate the holiness of the burger, but I'm curious. Next time I make these burgers, I'll wash it down with a frozen margarita, because they're the best. What, Chris? He says I can say his name. His name is Cameron. Um, I've actually only had my burger on something other than a bun one time. I had it on Texas toast. You remember I got the griddle, and I made world-famous Jesse Kelly burgers for me and the boys on Texas toast on the Blackstone griddle. And if I could have died, if I would have died that day, I just want you to know they would have buried me with a big smile on my face. They would have buried though that was really good. I'll tell you, I don't have any problem with you making tacos out of them. Give it a whirl. Put your own spin on it. It's not my world. It's our world. And now here's a headline. By the, go, you know the you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. Congressional Democrats, actually, Chris, now that I think about it, that was not my funny bone. Uh Chris just saw me wince and grab my elbow. You see, I'm 41 now. And apparently you wake up one day and things are just going wrong in your body. I woke up one day six, seven months ago, maybe a year ago, and my elbow, my right elbow, keep in mind, I did not injure it in any way, not that I know of. It was swollen up. 
looked like I had a little kind of like half a baseball. It was really gross on my right elbow. And I looked down and I thought, oh my gosh, that's freaking disgusting. And so I go to the doctor's office and say, why is my elbow swollen up? And he, and he acted like it was no big deal. He said, oh, that's no problem. No big deal. He just goes and grabs this big old fat needle and jams it into my elbow. Oh, yeah, Chris. Yeah. No, say, no don't, don't go anywhere. You stay right there. He jams it into my elbow. And he, look, no anesthesia or anything. And I'm watching as he sucks all this fluid. Oh, I know. Sucks it right out of my elbow. And then he tells me, oh, you should be good to go. But there's always a chance that's going to come back. If it comes back, just come on back in and we'll do it again. Yeah, uh, a couple weeks ago, I woke up and my elbow started swelling, and now it's at the point where if any, if I even breathe on it wrong, it, it's this really, it's this kind of that kind of shocking pain as if it, yeah, as if someone's ripping your arm off. Um, that's what I'm going through right now. So I, I mean, I guess we're not even going to do headlines. I just felt like telling everybody that real quick. It, that's that's what we're going through right now. I'm sure, I'm pretty sure they're going to have to amputate at this point. And if that's the case, that's fine. But don't don't you left-handers, don't you deformed left-handers think for a second that I'm going to consider myself one of you just because I lose a right hand? What, Michael? Oh, sorry, I forgot you were left-handed. Just because I lose my right hand? I'll, I'll draw with my feet before I use my left hand like one of you freaks. You understand that? I'll see you tomorrow. That's all. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.